WGCH Broadcasting Fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. We had, a, we had a little do-over. We had take two over here on our end. All right, so I have a great show for you today. Let's talk. Uh, first of all, I want to take a reprieve from the outside world and talk about fashion. This is Fashion Friday, after all. Um, and as I'm doing my research for the show, I've been coming across lots of interesting tidbits here and there. Previous weeks, I've been talking about how the fashion world is reacting post-pandemic, and uh, I'll continue to talk about that. I have my own experiences. Um, Interesting how things are changing. Interesting to kind of guess the direction things are going. Some things I love, some things I'm not sure about um, in terms of retail and shopping. But I did find this one interesting um, article I came across um, Amazon is facing a lawsuit. Did you hear about this, Bob? No, I did not. I thought about you right away. Oh, thank you. So, because it's Amazon. Amazon's facing a lawsuit in New York after a relative of an employee, the employee tested positive for COVID and the relative died. It was a cousin that died. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you know, you think to yourself, yeah, it's going to happen, but I wish that we were more open about this sort of thing. I mean, nobody made it they, – nobody tried to kill somebody with it. Right, right. I mean, and, and if they were doing all the reasonable things, the mask and gloves, say, or at least a mask and, and keeping a distance away from people and somehow still transfer it, you can't blame people at right. that point. right. Well, I was surprised that there would be a not that not that someone would sue or there would be a lawsuit because if that were the case, I mean, I think about it. There's, I'm sure this isn't the only case and the only company. I'm sure yeah. that ha- that's going to happen. Like you said, it's not, it's almost inevitable. I hate to say it. This is not something we can we can only do so much to control it. We can cer- certainly do our part. But does everyone do their part all the time? You know, you get into that. We're human. And so there might be things like that happen. And, and up till now, every other disease, we didn't right. treat it this this way. Right. I mean, this business is shutting down the country, <laughs> shutting down the world to help protect the hospitals from the spike, which is really all it was about. It's supposed right. to be about right. flattening the curve yes. so that the hospitals weren't hit all at once overwhelmed, right. and overwhelmed. Right. So in theory, they were going to save more lives. I'd love to hear whether that was effective or not. Right. Uh, but still, um, I mean, we've had people dying from, you know, the flu even. Right. Right. Uh, Lots of things. I know. I know. And so I'm just surprised that this could even happen because I would think that stores would be protected. Obviously, they have insurance. I mean, what it's isn't that kind of the same? And I don't know. Maybe, obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. And I'm not a doctor. If someone went into a store, Whole Foods, and then left, and then, you know, they did the tracing and they con- contracted COVID and, and then passed away, would they be suing Whole Foods? 
No, I mean, I, I mean, they could, but I would think there's insurance for that for those purposes. And they'd have to prove that that's the way. The, right. I'm saying it. if they did like the tracing, contact tracing, and all that stuff. Let's say they let's say they could. I don't know. So that's why I'm surprised that this would even come up, because I would think that companies would have you know would be protected against that. Well, Unless they could prove that there was negligence. Well, that's the worst case is, you know, this is a family member who has been spouting uh, hatred of the whole idea and refusal to wear the mask and assuming. Right. And that would be the worst worst case. And still, I mean. Yeah, I just don't. The part that's confusing for me is not that this person contracted COVID. Okay, like I said, that's going to happen. But it was, it's the cousin it's someone that I, I'm assuming lives in the same house. And I'm like, well, how yeah. is or, that Amazon's fault? I yeah. don't – I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So, I mean, what I did see was – I did read this. Amazon has been spending $800 million on COVID safety in the first half of the year. So – and again, I understand that things aren't perfect, and I'm sure this isn't the only company that has the only case, but – um, it made me think of something interesting. I thought I did think of this early on. I thought about you know when I'm home and uh, you know during the quarantine how much I was shopping online, how much everybody was shopping online. I did think about the fact: should I be ordering this many parcels coming to my house? You know, and I was I did listen to the doctors when they spoke about how long it can last on a surface, a hard surface versus. I did I did hear that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know how true that was. You know, I thought about, okay, so the delivery guy is dropping it off. Okay, we're not having any contact. They're leaving it on my front steps. I see them. They're wearing a mask, great gloves usually. They Mm -hmm. leave it on my front. They leave. I go out and pick it up. But if it lives on a hard surface or it lives on a – I don't know. I thought – because – I've ordered a lot. I did a lot of online shopping, like probably like most people. And I'm thankful I was in that position to, you know, online shop. I wasn't uh, dealing with with this horrific disease, but I was. I did think about that well, about the parcels coming in. Okay, so wash your hands after you've opened the boxes. Yes, I did. Don't take the box and rub it on your face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> well, that's a th- okay. I, I think you think I, that's reasonable, right. even if it. And and very likely there is nothing on the box. Right, right. Well, I thought about this. I thought, you know, gosh, three, four months ago, let's say, let's call it four or five months ago, I wouldn't even think of this. I'd take the box in. I'd open it up. Yeah. I probably wouldn't wash my hands after opening the box. Which is something we probably all should have been doing right along. Right, because right. Because those, who knows where those boxes have been. Very so. true. <laughs> also, <laughs> you sound like my mother. No, it's true. <laughs> Although I do, depending on what it is, most things I do wash that's in the box. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and, like, well, that's true. You never know where that's yeah. been. If so. I if it's an article of clothing, for sure, it doesn't go on my body till I wash it. Um, if it's coming in a box, you know, in packaging, I Jeez. I just I often don't like the smell of the packaging. Well, I'm that's a little true bit too. I'm a right. little tricky, funny about that. Um, if I'm ordering something like. I don't know. I guess it depends on what it is. It's something like I'm going to use. I definitely always wash it. You mm. know, like, I, I don't know. So it just made me think about that. And, um, you know, it was like, am I being a little bit crazy about the box? And, yeah, I am washing my hands afterwards. But I was like, is it living on the box that long? But then, wait a minute, it's in the truck for a long time. And, you know, if the people at the um, FedEx or whatever delivery company I'm getting it from, you know, I again, I'm seeing them and I'm seeing them all the time. They 
all I've never once seen a delivery person and on all different um, services, FedEx, UPS, they all have a mask and gloves. Oh, yeah. So they're all Uh, my. It's not true. My mailman is the only one, but he's in his truck and he's not like coming to my door. Mm -hmm. You know, he's far out on the road and I guess he's not coming in contact with barely anyone. So and maybe I'm sure he does have a mask, but that's probably the, the only delivery person that I've haven't that i've seen not wearing a mask other Mm. than that they are so yeah i don't know but i just thought it was interesting i thought wow i'm ordering a lot of stuff online maybe i shouldn't how long does this virus live again i know they were talking about it months ago and i was paying attention months ago but i didn't actually think of it till you know i started i started opening up you know now the question my husband comes home every day and says any deliveries (laughs) (laughs) and uh, they've been slowing down i haven't been i haven't been as bad what does he think your whole life is about deliveries (laughs) well it has been for the past three months (laughs) so um and by the way i ordered now this is what i'm getting into i'm like am i sinking to a new low or it's either that or this is like the ultimate high i'm not sure but i've now because i have fixed up my house i told you i've i've done like little projects here and there Hmm. it didn't need it but it just needed a refresh and and it feels spring-like i have a big deck that's set up with my deck furniture so of course i got the chance to buy flowers now i made another purchase on amazon i bought a bird feeder and i'm really excited about this (laughs) bird feeder I can't. I said to my husband, I can't wait till this. So it's a clear, ple- like plexiglass, oh, I think, yeah. bird with very strong suction cups. I'm, oh, I'm putting it on the back of my window, outside on the All window right. okay. in my kitchen. I've got really big windows in my kitchen, and I hope my this is my little fantasy. My little dream is I'm going to have my tea in the morning and sit and look at the birds eating their breakfast. That's my hope, and I hope the birds comply. I've seen it work. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, but I've also, <laughs> you know, there are so many things that can go wrong, unfortunately, with bird feeders. Oh, Generally okay. at the feet of uh, uh, squirrels. Oh, right. Well, this, I, it said something about that. It said, I, I don't know what, I was reading something about keeping, it said something about keeping away squirrels. We'll see. I mean, I'm going to put this up. It's up going to be up pretty high. Mm. It's on a window that's basically on the second level. Uh, I've, it's amazing know. what I've seen squirrels do to get yeah, to bird that's feeders. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, at one okay. point we finally we'd had one at my brother's house, and uh, he and I we ended up with a, a pole that was in the middle of the yard, away from trees, right? With a plexiglass dome first, right? And then the the bird feeder underneath that, so that they couldn't jump and and land on the bird feeder, right? Which is what they were doing. They were jumping from branches, from the tree. Uh, you know, way far up <laughs> and coming down on. <laughs> Oh, oh it was, stinking squirrels. And, <laughs> and they would still do it with the awareness that if they disturbed the bird feed enough to slosh it, it the, some of the feed would fall down on the ground and oh. they'd get the food, feed that way. Smart little stinkers. Oh, I tell you. All right. Well, I'll get back to Not you. Not smart on, enough on, to on avoid cars every time, but Th- still. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I will get back to you. On this. I also have a lot of chipmunks. Oh. But I was like, would they be able to get up that high? I don't know. I do have – our whole neighborhood does. Mm. We've tried to have them rallied and, you know, captured and then let go. One summer we did that. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, they. you should see my front lawn. And the mulch, there's like so many holes I mean, it looks like Swiss cheese. There's oh so many holes, and the, they go in the mulch. And, you know, every year I have my – it gets landscaped and remulched. Oh, yeah. And then there's all these holes. 
So yeah, they're out of control. The chipmunks so at my house. It's not moles. They're they're chipmunks. No, they're chipmunks. We okay. did. Yeah, I thought that too. But they're very small holes, and and we see them. I mean, it's like a family. I joke mm. around. I'm like, oh, there's Alvin. There's you know Simon. <laughs> um, we tried. Like I said, we tried one year to capture them all. We had a company come in because they were out of control. Mm. So and they would just they just make a mess. You know, my front pathway is constantly covered with mulch. And you can't walk, you know, you, I mean, you walk, but you're walking all over the mulch and I'm constantly sweeping. And so we had a company come in and do that. It lasted for that year. And my dad did say, well, that's pretty impressive. They'll be back next year. Oh. And he was right. You know, or they're <laughs> going to come back from, you know, the neighbor because the whole block would have to do it. That's exactly what happened. It lasted for that year, and then so the next block over is going. Where did this all these uh, <laughs> exactly chipmunks come from? Well, this company came in and they set all these little houses with traps, and they take they don't kill them obviously, oh. and they take them and they take them away. So they wait, just trap wait, them. Wait, wait, don't they don't kill them? No, they don't. Maybe oh no, not on the site. Oh well, maybe you're right. I didn't. I didn't ask that part. Yeah, I, I know. just don't I just, ask, don't yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. But that's what they say. But mm-hmm. you're right. I don't know what they do with them after they leave my house. But <laughs> I did check into the traps, and they were still there. There's food in there, and they're eating. They're just trapped. I'm mm. like, okay, we're good. You know, you got to go find a different home because you're just taking over. And then my dogs want to chase them, and, you know, it's a whole spiel. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I will get back to, to, yes, I didn't make a fashion purchase, but I did make a bird feeder purchase. I'm Very really sad. excited about this. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hope it's going to work. This is, again, my dream is to sit and have my tea in the morning and watch these little birds eat. So now um, you're, you're attracting any kind of bird or this one's, well, I don't know. Well, there's oh, okay. a, there's a red Robin that is always around my house. Okay. Um, so That's maybe typical of Robins. Yeah. Maybe. Robins like people. Yes. Well, this particular Robin makes, well, okay. I don't know if it's the same one. Again, I'm not a bird expert, but there's a bird or birds that look alike every single year to tell you about the nest. Uh, it, it makes a nest at my house yes. every year. So, well, and I, it may well have learned it from its parents. Ah, okay. Because I was thinking, this can't be the same bird. Yeah. But, yeah. And they like to make nests near where humans walk because uh, apparently robins have the idea that, that humans are helping protect their nest. Oh, interesting. Yes, from interesting. other birds and, you know. But she does get upset when creatures. my dogs come out. I guess she feels threatened. Oh, and yeah. And they don't, <laughs> I mean, they don't even notice her. They're mm. just running past her. Um, but I hear her screeching. I'm so like, the robin in my yard sees me coming in my car before I pull into the driveway, recognizes it's me. Really? Yeah, it hops up on the fence to watch me. No, <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's amazing. All right. Well, I'm hoping that I'll be able to feed this robin. Um, and then there's a couple other. Every once in a while I see something that's blue. I don't know if that's a finch or. Or a blue jay. Maybe. Yeah, I uh. see once in a while. Um, so we'll see. Blue jays can be interesting because they can imitate virtually every other bird's sound. Oh, really? Yeah, and quite often they will to, I guess, I don't know, to steal food. I don't know how, what, what it's good for, but the, they do it. Well, I if, if this happens and it is a success, I'm going to take pictures or a video, and I am going to post it. So I will share it with, with everyone if this works, because I think this is a brilliant idea. And not a bird feeder, but the fact that it can be stuck to the, to the window. Mm. I just like this idea of it not, you know, it's not out in the yard where I can't really see it. I'd have to be out there. Yeah, yeah get my, my binoculars. Yeah, so <laughs> if this is right at my kitchen window, window where I am all the time, I am going to be one happy girl. So I'll have to let you know um, <laughs> what happens. So yes. on that note, let's get back to fashion. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to actually take a quick break. And when we come oh. back, 
best sandals for under $35. I've got a list. I'll tell you where to find them. Stay tuned on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so got off track a little bit, but that's okay. We had to talk about the birds. It was important to talk about the birds. And right. I'm, t- I'm going to come back with my story, by the way, once I get it. Now, I think it said it's getting delivered next week, which is pretty fast. Um, and so once I have it up, I don't know if I'll be able to talk about it next week, but maybe the week after. And um, regardless, I'm going to take pictures, even if I find squirrels in there. <laughs> um, and, you know, it may be a short-lived project, but we'll, we shall see. Um, okay, so scanning through, looking, still looking, every retailer is having, mostly every retailer is having major discounts right now. I've talked about this on the previous shows. Um, we basically skipped the spring season in fashion, and we're into the summer, and we're almost into pre-fall, I'm going to tell you. So once uh, stores fully open, which I know some are starting to, um, but let's let's fast forward for a minute to July most likely, I'm guessing most stores will be completely open. Guess what you're going to see? Mid, probably right after Fourth of July, mid mid to end of July, you're going to see fall. So prepare yourselves now. <laughs> Which is also why I'm saying shop now online. I never thought I'd be saying that, but um, and again, take advantage of all the discounts. So uh, let's talk sandals. So trends for the sandals. I have to say, I'm not always a big fan of sandals. But I am a fan of open-toed shoes. So for me, I like a high heel. I like a something kind of pretty and delicate. Um, and sandals, I don't like flats. I don't wear flats, obviously. But sandals to me are always like, uh, uh, what's the word I want to, just almost like they're an inconvenience. You know, they're like floppy sometimes. Sometimes they don't. I don't necessarily like the thong style. Sometimes I do. Sometimes it bothers my toes. So sandals for me are like a nuisance, <laughs> unless it's the right one. So for me, it's like a wedge shoe or or it's a high heel. Um, so a true strappy sandal has to really be comfort. However, this year, last year actually on the runways, we saw lots of um, chunky, like they were calling it the ugly sandal. It's sort of a hybrid of a hiker meets an espadrille or like a Tiva sandal on top and then a chunky lug sole on the bottom. Now we're talking my lingo. So something that's heavier and chunkier I like. Um, I know it's not for everyone, but there's a lot of these versions now, kind of watered down versions, not so heavy and not so chunky, kind of everywhere. So 
where did I find really cute sandals? This is a, I'm going to say this might be a little a little hidden gem for me. It's the place where you go and you go for one thing, and I guarantee no one ever buys just that one thing. Can you think of it, Bob? Usually, the, your red cart is usually full very quickly. Oh, Target. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I just had this discussion with a girlfriend of mine a couple of months ago, and she said, Target is like a black hole. And I said, absolutely. She said, I don't just go in for one or two things and come out with like four things. She's like, I come out with a cart. I said, yes, I do too. <laughs> and then I'm like, do I really need all this? Yeah, I do. I think I, I literally will talk myself. Yeah, I do need that. Um, however, they do have a lot of staples that I like to buy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things under one roof. So you've got everything from clothing to housewares to groceries to bath and you know beauty products to homeware. So it's that. Anyway, Target they have um, it's uh, called stepping up style and um, there's these very sporty sandals 30 bucks really really cute they also have a thick lug sole strappy the brand is called a new day for $15 then they also have their gladiator version so that's that think of a gladiator how it was like very like they probably used rope back then to tie up the ankle kind of crisscrosses up the ankle this isn't rope this is the more like leather straps but um, a scaled down version doesn't go all the way up the leg $27.99 and then they also have the traditional little like slide on type of sandal these are the ones I hate but that's just me maybe it's my foot Um, it just has to fit really comfortable otherwise I feel like it's loose and it's flopping around the sandal Mm -hmm. Um, and Again, I don't like flats, so that cancels those out. They have to have something with a heel. When it ha- I do have sandals like this. It's a big platform. My foot slides in, and I have a few pair. I noticed the one pair I bought that I absolutely love. They are Tommy Hilfiger, I think, like, like resort collection. Um, they're just fabric that goes across my foot, but the fabric is very thin, and it has a big, probably a three, three or four inch platform. So it's almost like the shoe's too heavy, and my foot feels like it's flopping around. Yeah. So the piece that goes across my foot needed to probably be leather and not a light fabric. It almost feels like my foot is like lifting a heavy block. Mm. Whereas if it were leather, my foot would just kind of slide in and, and stay and snug. And uns- unsettled ground, you, you're liable to yeah. fall off the shoe and yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I do yeah. love them. <laughs> I mean, they're they're things. They're shoes I could probably just wear like at at the pool if I'm just kind of walking around on even surface. Um, but anyway, so there's uh, espadrille, the espadrille slide, twenty seven ninety nine. Also at Target, this is a basic flat little slide, very cute. Um, some other places I found great deals on sandals. Zara and Mango um, both have great online both have apps i believe i know zara does um which i've been doing that too now i'm reduced to just app shopping i'm like scrolling through so i took myself off social media for a while i needed a break and i also felt at this particular time it's a little insensitive to post about fashion however that's kind of what inspires me so i was a little bit torn anyway nonetheless i am now instead of being on social media I now go through my apps, and I'm like, I'm app shopping again. (laughs) Um, So Zara has uh, uh, some great deals on sandals and some some variations of what we've seen on the runway. They also have something what's called, I call this Birkenstocks 2.0. 
So it's like a glammed up version of a Birkenstock. It's like a thicker. That's it's, almost an oxymoron. I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Glam Birkenstock. Yeah. So it's like the same shape, same idea, but maybe it's done with spark, some sort of sparkle or maybe it's <clears throat> in a bright color or it has a bit of a thicker heel. But if you look at it, you think, oh, the inspiration must be a Birkenstock. <clears throat> so, um, and we saw a lot of this, again, on the runaways, a lot of, like, thick sole. We saw a lot of thick sole boots this winter. Uh-huh. Um, Prada did that, and then kind of everyone sort of copied after that. Very military-looking, but with an oversized lug sole, not even a regular oversized. So that has kind of taken us into summer. So now we're seeing, like, the sandal version of what we saw with boots. Um, so let me just go over this because I'm thinking, okay, all this is great, but how do you wear this chunky, chunky sandal? Because I thought about, you know, it's not for everyone, but if it's something you want to try, I think something that's super heavy and super thick, and I don't mean heavy and weight-wise, heavy, visually heavy, um, a lug sole is visually heavy. You've got to balance it with something sort of soft and flowy so so it doesn't look too kind of hard and heavy. So I think flowy dresses look really pretty with those thicker, even with the um, Birkenstocks 2.0. And by the way, that's my name for it. Um, But some of these heavy sandals, that's why I would wear it. With a skirt or a dress, something that's a bit flowy. Maybe it's um, flowy shorts, something in A-line. I also love something a little different. And again, depending on your atmosphere or your work environment, I like the thought of casual suiting, meaning it doesn't have to be super formal, with um, a sneaker or an espadrille. I like this idea. So you work in a creative space, you work in a place that's casual, you don't have to wear a suit, but you feel like wearing pulled together a casual suit. I like the thought of a little sandal with a suit, but an, but an espadrille because it gives you a little bit of a, of a sole. So I think that's great. I also love all of these types of sandals with linen pants or dresses. I, again, that's a very easy, ca- casual look, something that's great for vacation or just kind of lounging around um, in linen. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with linen just because it wrinkles so much and looks sloppy. However, I think it's really nice to wear. Um, but I think all of this would look great with a chunky sandal and uh, or even some of the more sporty sandals um, I think would, would make a great uh, summer look. So, yeah, so Target, Zara, and Mango, those are my top three picks. Check them out for great sandals that are inexpensive. By the way, I must say Zara, they range in price. It's not all under 35 so depending on what you want, they've got um, leather that's a little bit <clears throat> more expensive. So, But still great looks for um, at, at more affordable prices. That is my... Um, that's it, actually. That's my that is my um, speech on sandals and so where I'll to chime find them. in just quick. Okay, my favorite sandals are Keen. Have you seen Keen no. sandals? They have the toes covered. Okay. So all their sandals have a, an area that covers the edge of the toe. So you, they're great for if you're going to go hiking. You want a sandal to hike in. Oh yes. They're low and they're open. Otherwise, like any other sandal might be. Well, maybe not like any other. There's a lot of support in the sandal. Got it. I mean, for something that's open and allows the air to get through. But your toes are covered. Your toes are covered. They even have a version of um, thong-style sandal with a little lip that comes over that covers the toes. I like that. It's a very interesting idea. Keen, K-E-A-N? Two E's. Two E's. K-E-E-N. N. Yep. I like it. 
check that out straight mm. from Bob. You heard it. <laughs> All right, join. Not necessarily cheap, though. Not at your $30 range. Okay. Yeah. All right. But listen, yeah. sometimes I believe you get what you pay for. Mm. And sometimes it's worth the investment if it's something that you're going to wear. Remember, cost per wear. All right. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. Special report protests across America. Peaceful protests on the streets of cities and towns in the U.S. Correspondent Linda Kenyon reports on the demonstration in the nation's capital. Just one of the many chants in front of the White House Thursday night as demonstrators gathered once again to protest the killing of George Floyd and other black Americans. We are a peaceful group that is just honestly wants justice, you know, for Breonna Taylor, for George Floyd, for Trayvon Martin, for Ahmaud, for all the other black lives that have been lost for being unarmed and just from being black. As the sky opened up with pelting rain, wind, lightning, and thunder, the protesters were undaunted. Linda Kenyon, Washington. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is demanding this morning the president remove all federal troops from the nation's capital after another peaceful night of protest. I'm Mike Moss. Unemployment in May was 13.3% as more than 2 million workers went back. Business correspondent Christine Romans with the latest. We are seeing the signs of reopening in the economy, right? We've seen mortgage applications rise because people are buying homes at low interest rates. The Vegas casinos are opening. The airlines are starting to add capacity. Uh, Hotels and restaurants are starting to know to rise in reservations. So slow reopenings has translated in 2.5 million jobs hired uh, in the last month. NFL players have posted a video on police brutality. I am Samuel DeVoy. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our rights peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. On Wall Street this morning, stock-